symbols are funny things. As modern, progressive, enlightened people, we're not really supposed to care very much about symbols. That's something from the past, something superstitious, something our ancestors did, but we've moved well beyond that. Sure, a symbol might stand for something we kind of care about, but the idea that the cloth of a flag or an engraving or a drawing somewhere really means something significant, something sacred, I mean, that's really low status, right? We wouldn't want to be caught believing that. But when we look at the world around us today, it's getting harder and harder to pretend that this is the case. I think that's why people like Jordan Peterson and Jonathan Peugeot have created such large audiences, because they're speaking to something that is still deeply true about the human experience. The symbolic nature of the world around us is real. It fits into a narrative that gives us identity and purpose, meaning, orients us towards a vision of the good. And when we ignore those symbols, we don't understand important parts of the world. That's why even though this has been labeled low status, where people aren't supposed to understand these things, they're not supposed to notice these things, you still get people like Peterson with large audiences because they want to know more because they recognize that they still care about these things and the people around them care about these things and that they still carry significant weight. And ignoring them has a real detriment to your understanding of the world around you. But again, we're not supposed to care about symbols. We're supposed to disenchant the world. We're not supposed to acknowledge any higher meaning that could be behind these symbols. So you can burn an American flag, right? Because really, America is just a dream. It's just an idea. It's not a specific place or a specific people. It's a set of abstract freedoms. And by burning the American flag, you're not desecrating that flag. You're not disrespecting that flag. You're actually enjoying the freedoms behind that flag, or at least that's what we're told. But we see a very different approach when it comes to other symbols. People today like to paint pride flags onto sidewalks or onto roadways, crosswalks, where people walk across and cars drive across on a regular basis. Cities now love to do this. But if someone drives across these crosswalks and leaves a tire mark, they can be investigated for a hate crime. All of a sudden, it turns out that that symbol really means something. It's tied to a specific group of people, and desecrating it is a direct attack on them and their existence. All of a sudden, that symbol is sacred, and your desecration of it matters. It's funny how quickly those things can turn around. Now, of course, we're in the middle of Pride Month, American Ramadan, and at the beginning of this Pride Month, it looked like things might be a little different. A lot of corporations, after watching what happened to Bud Light and Target with boycotts, decided that maybe they should sit this one out or dial it back a little bit, and they didn't rainbow everything quite as much, they didn't push the merchandise, they didn't do the big, huge statements of loyalty as much as usual. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still plenty of that, but it was noticeable that it was a little toned down, at least at the beginning. But it was interesting that there were two types of organizations that weren't toning it down. First were those that targeted children, companies like Sesame Street, Peppa Pig, Play-Doh, Little League. These organizations all had Pride messaging out front. But another interesting organization that didn't avoid Pride Month messaging was the American government. The DOD had this stuff plastered everywhere, the FBI, the CIA. All of these organizations flying pride flags. Very interestingly, the Air Force 
put out a silhouette of a female airman saluting the pride flag. Now, why would they be saluting the pride flag, you might ask? What could that possibly mean? That the United States military is honoring a flag that is not the flag of my country, or at least it wasn't. Now, a lot of people look at that kind of language from someone like me and say, well, that's hyperbolic. That's ridiculous, of course. No one would ever actually replace the American flag with something like the pride flag. It doesn't really mean anything significant. It's not really something that conveys values and orientation towards a particular understanding of the good. But then, last week, we saw that that wasn't true at all. Because Joe Biden delivered a speech at the White House talking about how important, of course, pride is to America. And the flag that was given the position of primacy over the White House, where the executive who leads the United States and its military resides, was not the American flag, or at least not what used to be the American flag. Instead, it's what's now called the progress flag, the pride flag. That's what hung in the middle. That's what was given the, the place of honor. You'll notice in this picture that it sits over the presidential seal. That means something. That's conveying something true, whether the people who are looking at it would like to lie about it or not. Now, plenty of conservatives jumped online and rightly pointed out that this violates the U.S. flag code. The pride flag is not supposed to be placed in a position of primacy. It's not supposed to be equal to or above U.S. flags. And it's certainly not supposed to be dead center behind the president and above his seal. But of course, that's exactly where it was. And of course, that placement was entirely intentional. It means something. It was supposed to mean something. The people who put it there weren't confused about what they were doing. All right, guys, I need to talk to you about today's sponsor, Noble Gold. Now, you may have noticed that things are a little unstable out there, and you might be looking for something that can protect your investments. You can reign in wealth like King Charles with a gold IRA from Noble Gold Investments. Just as King Charles' magnificent crown symbolized wealth and power, a gold IRA can fortify your own financial kingdom. Imagine the confidence that comes from a retirement backed by a tangible, proven asset, gold. An asset that's not at the mercy of unpredictable market swings. A crown may not be included, but isn't a future free of financial stress a worthy throne? Like royalty, enjoy the luxury of choice. Gold, silver, platinum, or palladium, the realm is yours to command. Fend off concerns about economic downturns and let your wealth thrive with the timeless security of precious metals. This month, the first solid quarter-ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualified gold IRA or 401k rollover of $50,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Call Noble Gold Investment at 877-646-5347 to get started or visit McIntyreGold.com. That's McIntyreGold.com. Now, during that speech, of course, Joe Biden talked about the importance of pride. He specifically talked about, again, how trans children are the soul of our country and need to be protected. Very interesting, isn't it? How this didn't exist before. Just, just a few months ago, we were told, you know, six months ago, a year ago, that these procedures don't happen to children, that this stuff wasn't targeted at children, that they would never, ever take this propaganda and force it onto kids. 
And now not only is it very obvious because we have all of the receipts from like libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo and all these other sources, just anyone with cell phone camera at this point can capture what's really going on. Not only do we know that's happening, but now the president of the United States, the chief executive, routinely goes out and defends this stuff. And not only defends this stuff, but says it is the goal of the United States to advance this stuff. And so, of course, it was a lie from the very minute it was said that this was not about kids. This was not about pushing it onto kids. It was always about that. Joe Biden declared us a nation of pride. Think about that for a second. A nation of this, the celebration of this lifestyle, the celebration of this being done to children. The president of the United States, with this flag flying over his seal, replacing the American flag, says this is who we are now. This is what we are as a country. This is what we stand for. This is what the federal government is going to fight for. This is America now. It's really hard to ignore what this means. It's really hard to ignore what's being communicated with this symbol. Of course, you're going to have the MSNBCs and the CNNs and the New York Times talking about how Republicans are being crazy, conservatives are being crazy, the right wing once again scaremongering about this stuff. But it's really obvious. It's comically obvious what's being advanced here. And this tactic of screaming, why are you complaining this, about this thing while pushing it relentlessly at every opportunity eventually breaks. Eventually what's happening becomes too clear that this is what they want America to be, that this is actively what America is being transformed into. This is not the flag of the American nation. This is the flag of the global American empire, which is wearing the historical American nation like a skin suit to advance its goals, its agenda. And we see this routinely. We're told this is now what America fights for when it's fighting overseas. We used to at least get to pretend it was democracy, some form of actual freedom. But now we're told that it's LGBTQ rights. This is what America sends troops to fight for. And obviously the fact that they're posting a military member saluting that flag means that that's exactly what they believe now. That's exactly what they're communicating. This is a flag of conquest. This is a flag meant to be flown to show that there is something else that is higher than America, that is different and better than the American identity. As this flag was being flown, the statue of a Revolutionary War soldier was being pulled down because, you guessed it, an attachment to slavery. But we can see the iconoclasm happening here. In every instance, we were told this would just stop with Confederate statues, right? Even Republicans started saying, oh, well, of course we should take down the Confederate statues. They're traitors. And so conservatives got on board with moving these statues to museums, or that's what we were told it's going to happen. Let's get real. Most of them probably just got torn down and thrown away after being desecrated. But we were told that this was just about getting rid of the Confederacy, this connection to slavery, right? This backwards time in our history filled with uh, people who fought against the United States just so they could own people. That was the cartoonish representation of what was happening. But many people warned that it would not stop here, that this would continue unabated until every part of America had been replaced, every part of American identity. And again, we see this over and over again, right? This is what happened with the censorship of somebody like Alex Jones. 
maybe you don't like Alex Jones. Maybe you don't think Alex Jones should have had a platform. But the removal of Alex Jones meant that the next person would be easier and the next one and the next one until it became impossible to talk about things that were entirely true about things like a pandemic or about riots that were happening or elections that were happening in the United States because censorship was now fine and you removed anybody you wanted any time. This is the same tactic here when it came to America's history. Just shave off a little bit of the history. It'll be fine. It's no big deal. It's not really going to matter. These were bad people anyway. We'll just get rid of them. And then the next thing. And then the next thing. They've already talked about they're getting rid of Abraham Lincoln. They're getting, they're canceling all of these founding fathers, revolutionary uh, war heroes who happen to have any distant connection to slavery. It, it didn't, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what was going to come next. And now we get the full realization of that project, the 1619 project on full display. The American flag is replaced by the new flag, the flag of progress, the flag that's actually supposed to represent what America is going to be about going forward. People need to understand that these symbols mean something to the left, too. They're done pretending for the most part. Don't get me wrong. They'll still do this uh, two-step, right? They'll still say, oh, how could you really care about this? How could this really matter to you? How could a, a piece of cloth really mean anything to you at all? But of course, you know they're lying. You know they're lying because the minute something happens to their symbol, they react as if it's sacred. Because of course it is. These symbols do mean something. They do stand for something. And we have to understand that when the United States is replacing its flag with a different flag, you don't, again, have to really be a rocket scientist to understand what happens after that. This is a separation of the government from the American nation. This is a separation of the military. This is a separation of the state security apparatus. This is a removal of the American identity from the loyalty of all of those organizations. And that's a really scary place to be because the only reason to separate those organizations from the people is because at some point you plan to use them against those people. You're making them loyal to something separate, not America, not the nation, not the people, but an empire, an empire that flies a very different flag and has a very different set of values. And when your state security apparatus and your military is loyal to that and not to the historic American nation, nothing good follows.